Hello, and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness, and you're tuned into Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talents. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is an award-winning Russian-American singer, pianist, and songwriter with a hauntingly beautiful voice, as noted in the LA Times. Born in Moscow and now living in California, she has performed over 1,500 concerts worldwide and self-released 10 critically acclaimed albums. An accomplished songwriter, she's written and licensed multiple songs for many films, TV shows, ads, and written over 100 songs for a popular YouTube channel for kids called Coach Kitty with over a billion views. Please join me in welcoming the super talented Marina B. Welcome to Mixing It, Marina. How are you? Thank you so much, Nikki. It's really great to be here. I really appreciate it. Well, we are really excited to have you, and we're excited to share your music with everyone. So let's get right to it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in music? So I grew up in Moscow, Russia, in the very, very end of the Soviet Union, and um, I've been writing songs since I was a little kid. I had melodies in my head, and singing them out loud, my mom says, before I even talked. But I remember always having music going around in my head, and I often realized that's not a music I heard before, and nobody in my family is musical. So um, my family, it took them a while to realize that I'm really into music. And then I went to school of music, classical. That's all that was available, and I got classically trained all the while writing songs. And then when I was 15, I won a big scholarship to come to America. And that's where I realized people <laughs> could actually, you know, succeed doing their own singer-songwriter stuff. Because in Russia at this time, I, n- I never heard a singer-songwriter, only like pop stars. I loved pop music, like, you know, a teen idol type of person. <laughs> and I did not realize... <laughs> A person like like a jewel or Bob Dylan, you know, could play the instrument and sing a song, just one voice, one instrument, not like a big pop arrangement. And that just made me realize I want to do that. And that's how it all started. Well, that's absolutely awesome. And, yes, I mean, there's a lot of difference between, I guess you would call, like, pop idol and singer-songwriter type stuff. And I know, though, that you also do a lot of performances and you have – done over 1500 concerts which is a lot do you have (laughs) any favorites that you would like to share with our listeners you know uh there's been a lot of amazing ones over the years one of my most memorable ones probably just (laughs) when the people are really into it and they usually happen to be small towns around the world not like big cities believe it or not so some of my favorite shows, most memorable ones, are playing in small towns where people appreciate when people come to them. In big cities, we're a little bit jaded. I, I live in L.A. Uh, I used to I live you know, near L.A., but, you know, we, we get jaded in a big city. And in a small town, people really appreciate when people come to them. So the energy of those, those is probably, you know, I have hundreds of shows of just best memories. 
I have actually heard that by several individuals that I have spoken to that they love the feeling that they get from more of smaller audience, not so much smaller audience, but even like a smaller town where, like you said, they're more appreciative because maybe they don't have like the big names that come through or they have to travel for a longer distance to actually go see a musical show or whatever it may be. So I can certainly understand that and actually have heard that from quite a few people that the difference between like a large city versus a smaller town is very significant in the feeling that it, it brings the performer. So can certainly yeah, relate. Absolutely. I know that you have done a duet of We Belong with Dan Navarro, and you received a major award for that. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, uh, I don't know um, if your listeners might uh, or might know Dan Navarro. He's an accomplished singer-songwriter. He was part of the duo Lowen and Navarro, uh, a folk Americana duo that they've toured for years. And um, in the 80s, they wrote a song for the, kind of for themselves called We Belong. And then it got pitched to Ted Benatar and became a huge, huge hit. And uh, I've known Dan and his partner, Eric, who passed away for many years. And one time I was just talking to my husband and we decided, hey, let's finally call Dan and maybe do a duet. And he was so into this idea. We, I don't know if you know the song We Belong. It's really big and bombastic, mm-hmm. right, in the, in the recording. So we decided to go the opposite route because I'm more of an organic type of a person. So I did um, piano, uh, dance, guitar, blended vocals, and strings. And I, we did a music video for it. I was eight and a half months pregnant when we did it. So it was very special <laughs> to do something, you know, like that. And Ted Benatar was pregnant when she recorded that song, which I did not know until Dan told me. Anyway, and then we just fast forward a few months, we submitted it for an award, and it won, and we, we were there, and it was just incredible. Hollywood Music and Media Award, it's an um, award for music and, and media, and people from a lot around the world were there. It was absolutely amazing. Such a cool song, iconic song, but with with the guy who co-wrote it, you know, it was so it's not a cover, it's like rendition of his own song, and I was a part of it, so I'm truly grateful. If you're listening, check out We Belong, Marina V and Den Navarro. It's, the strings are spectacular. A composer friend of mine, Alex, did the string arrangement. Just gorgeous. Oh, I'm definitely going to check that out. So I am a huge Pat Benatar fan. She's actually one of my idols that I have looked up to, gosh, for many, many years. So I'm very familiar with the song. And I literally was going to say, when you said, you know, we did the video when I was pregnant, I was, I literally was going to say, well, you know, she was pregnant when she did that too. So she did an interview one time and said that she was pregnant during the filming of the video. It's an awesome, awesome song. It's actually one of my favorites of hers. So that's fantastic. So yes, I will definitely check it out. And we will tell our listeners to definitely go check it out. And congratulations on your award. Thank you, Nikki. Really appreciate it. Of course. All right. Well, great place for us to share the first song that you brought with you. I would like to play Ready to Live Again, but first, could you tell us what this song is about? Absolutely. So first I have to preface it that I have 12 albums of original music already, and I am working on a new one, so this is one of my brand new songs that I just released a couple of months ago. 
and um, so I toured all, all over the world. I've done a lot, and then I became pregnant and gave birth, and then pandemic started, and then my dad suddenly died in Russia, and all of those things have really changed my life very drastically, um, especially the birth of my daughter, which was amazing, and then the sudden um, death of my dad, which was um, devastating. Um, and for a while, I was really lost as a new mom and having lost a parent that, you know, he was quite young, my dad. So my song is, after a while, I felt like I could actually move on, and this is my moving on song and be a better version of myself having gone through tougher times well we are going to play this for everyone and before i do put it on uh, our condolences on the loss of your father and in the same breath i am going to also say congratulations on the birth of your daughter though i know she's older now but i could certainly see where now that you've explained what the song is about it actually makes a lot of sense because I've listened to it several times and I love asking this question because sometimes what I may think that the song is about is not what it is and, and it is a little bit different than, than what I was anticipating, but we are going to play it for everyone. So here it is. This is Ready to Live Again by Marina B. So long, so long I felt timeless, timeless Surviving in slow motion The longest roller coaster Feels like forever, ever Since I was someone better Since I was someone braver Someone who tried to matter Say it not too late Say it not too late Cause I'm ready To live again Ready Ready I am ready To live again And I need you Need you To understand To live again Ready Ready For so long, so long I felt guilty and worthless Blindly breaking beauty In the process But at the darkest bottom Felt a glimpse of better, a glimpse of someone braver, someone who tried to matter. Say it not too late, say it not too late. Cause I'm ready to live again. To live again 
of silence to those who loved us They may be gone, but never forgotten A moment to those who may feel broken They may be lost, but they're not alone And to those who scream at the dark and despair When they only needed someone to care And someone who sees them, someone who knows who they are And who can show them that it's not too late I say it's not too late Cause I'm ready to live again Ready, ready Ready, ready I am ready to live again And I need you I need you Need you to
create material where it is very much open to the interpretation of the individual listening to it and, you know, emoting that feeling based upon the music and lyrical content. So very well done. Thank you. All right. We mentioned a little bit about becoming a mom, huge transition in a woman's life, even, you know, dad's life. How has it changed your life as an artist? As an artist, I I started to feel deeper, appreciate things on levels I never thought before. And I've always been a deep feeling type of person. I am very emotional and um, I'm always very connected to my feelings and letting myself feel all the feelings from the bad to the wonderful ones. But when I had my daughter... Um, and not immediate. It took a little while. She's four and a half now. I feel like I've become a better person, and I've become more empathetic. And that all, I feel like I've become a better songwriter because now I can dive even deeper in expressing the feelings in, in a song form. So, um, but I think more than anything, even more than an artist, I just I'm grateful that I'm a better person better human for having had my little girl. Having kids is always a journey. I have two myself, so I can definitely relate with different feelings, different perspective on things, looking at things from a different avenue. And it's often interesting to me when I talk to people that don't have children who are also in the same business and their perspective on things because a lot of times they don't understand, you know, maybe where you're coming from because you have, like, this different perspective with with being a parent and, and, you know, having children and and things like that. So it's very interesting. It's fascinating. And because I've been in both worlds, and I'm an older mom, um, so I've lived, you know, as touring artists very self-centered in a way, not in a way, like really self-centered. And so I can still remember the kind of person I was and how I thought and how I felt before uh, my little girl. And I, that's what I'm saying. I've become a better person because I think as parents, a lot of that selfishness goes, goes away, and I think it's a good thing. It's important to be selfish in a way to take care of yourself and be good to yourself. But I think it's important to be a better human, and I think being parents makes us better humans because we really we have to care for somebody else, and it's, it's quite a psychological change. And I think it's beautiful. I, I realize I'm more drawn to people now who have parents because they appreciate things more. Does that make sense? Yes. Do you, do you agree as a parent no, and does. as an artist? I definitely agree with you because that's kind of what I was alluding to. You said it, and I was alluding to it. I find that artists or individuals at least you know in some instances that and let's just say maybe especially in the in the music industry or when it's just themselves or maybe themselves and the spouse there is an aura of self-centeredness whereas once you become a parent and you have more than yourself to worry about how you look at things and how you conduct yourself even in the things in in what you choose to do or how you interact with various individuals completely changes. I I see it with myself constantly. 
Yeah, I see it with myself constantly all the time because I do have several friends that don't have children, you know, and and I have children, and my son is old enough where he, the oldest one is, is doing a lot of stuff with music and things like that, getting into the business, but it's, it's very, very different for me going to things with him and and even our interaction with how we interact and even him with seeing me as his mom interacting in like music industry things and stuff like that versus somebody who's just there by themselves and they don't have anyone else that they have to answer to. Witching gear is just a tad. I know that you are very active on Twitch and I will be the first one to sit there and say it's not a platform that I'm very, very familiar with. I know what it is. I mm-hmm. am not familiar with it, but I know that you're on it. I know that you're very active. You do a lot of live streaming. How does that compare with touring, doing face-to-face shows? Yeah, it's extremely different. Um, as, um, you know, face-to-face, you actually feel the vibe in the room because it's, you know, energy from people. I have to say it's my favorite thing to actually tour and be in the room with people and singing and being in the moment. However, uh, when I became pregnant, I made a conscious decision to stop touring. I still perform live once in a while in, re- in real life, not on, on just online. But um, there are not that many of them by choice because I, I want to be a better parent. And I toured a lot, and maybe it's just a good for me. I felt right to start a new chapter in my life. But Twitch has allowed me to continue um, singing and still connecting with people a very different way than touring because um, here it's actually some different, even better aspects than touring because, I don't know, since you don't know much about Twitch, I'll just briefly tell you. So I'm on camera, right, and I'm performing, and I'm talking, and people at the same time in the chat live, and they comment and say things, and I respond to them, and they request songs. And I have, like, 300-song lists that they can choose from covers and my originals. But I'm saying, like, when they say in the chat, we interact. I interact more than with fans than ever before. And it's really pretty cool because I've gotten, like, some of them are regulars. I really feel like we're friends. I really know what's going on in their lives, and it's really incredible. And we have a little community that people pop in from all over the world whenever, wherever they are. And they feel like they're part of a community. So in that respect, it's actually even better than touring. But, I mean, I do miss the live energy, but instead of that, i got a bigger community, believe it or not. Uh, And it really has helped me because, especially during the pandemic or being as a young parent before the pandemic, I was already pretty isolated with a newborn baby at home. We, you know, didn't go out much. We went from touring, you know, 120 days, a year and traveling to like being at home all the time and like right before the pandemic so um having that community which you know singing for them sometimes crying together laughing together it's been absolutely beautiful and i don't think i could have taken all this on like that's been kind of thrown at me but you know drastic life change and death of my father i would have not done as well were it not for my community online on Twitch. So it's been absolutely amazing in many, many ways. I hope it makes sense what I'm saying. No, it does. And I'm going to actually check it out. I mean, like I said, it's not a platform that I'm that familiar with. Some of the newer ones, even TikTok, I'm very lax. I mean, I'll occasionally post things on there. It sounds a lot like 
almost like doing like an Instagram live, but you can have more interaction because Instagram live is, well, you can do it with, you can do your live per- performance yourself, or you can invite somebody into your chat and have a chat. And then there's also like a chat room, but it's very hard to respond to people while you're doing the live. So it sounds like Twitch might have like a little bit more of a interactive feature. So I'm going to definitely um, check yes, it out. I'm much more. It's your, much more. I would say, yeah. I would say, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I'm just going to say the Instagram doesn't doesn't compare to how awesome Twitch is in terms of being able to reply to the community and then to reply to each other. And then you'll be able to easily scroll up and quickly, like during the song, if somebody, you know, talks and I miss it, I'll just quickly scroll up and see what they said and reply to them. Um, and also another amazing feature that Twitch has, I feel like I'm selling Twitch, but like when one <laughs> artist finishes, when one artist finishes their stream, they send their audience to somebody else's stream and they choose who stream to send it to. So sometimes I'm just sitting here playing to whatever my people, I don't know, I don't like 150 people come in from another concert, you know, from another stream. And then like, they get to know my music. Not all of them stay, of course, because they have to go. It was in, you know, but several of them stay, check it out, you know, become regulars. And it's, it's like this all the time. So it's a whole different world than going live on Facebook or Instagram. You know what I mean? It's very different. It's oh, wow. Specifically made for, yeah, specifically made for community building. So, like, at Instagram, you feel like you're singing at people. There you're singing with, like, you're, you're, singing is only a part of it. Community, I would say, is almost as big or bigger than the performer themselves. Because the performer kind of brings ah. them together, but then it becomes more about people being together. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. All right, I'm going to have to look into it. No, really, because I think it's cool. It's very important to build community and relationships, and it sounds like this is a very interactive platform where you can do that because all of us artists look to how we can build community and relationships with, like, our fan base or even build new fans or have a group of individuals that you know you can count on that that like your music, that want to listen. And it's very hard to do that day, even with, like, newsletters. A lot of people don't even like newsletters anymore. They just mark them as spam. They don't really care. They want to see live interactive type of streaming and things like that. So I definitely think it's an avenue that needs to be explored, especially if you're trying to like build awareness or build your base and build a community around your music. So sounds awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I'm pretty um, grateful that I have found Twitch. So I'm just really grateful for that. One of the questions that I ask all of my songwriters is, do you have a songwriting tip or trick that maybe you would like to share with any of our budding songwriters? I think songwriting is very individual, and I, I think anything goes. Just always trust your instinct. And I know there are plenty of songwriting classes out there some people enjoy it and some don't, but you don't have to take a class to become an OB songwriter. You can just do it. And I think doing it, doing, just actually doing the songwriting itself, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. I don't have one specific tip. I think just being really true to yourself and do what feels right. Don't copy what somebody else is doing because it's really easy. Like, oh, this is type of trendy stuff right now and I write a song like that. Like, 
I think just being true to yourself is probably the biggest. I think it's important to always remember just to like do what is suits you, use your own unique unique voice, however it sounds in songwriting, you know. And I think that what yes. ultimately will speak to people. Not the, the type of a song or the genre of a song or anything like that. It's just if you mean it and if you feel it and you write about it, it, it will resonate if it's genuine. Great songwriting for Trick, so thank you for that. And this is a great place for us to take a short break here from a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is Chatting with Nat. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network and my guest, Marina B. Before we get to the second song that you brought with you, why don't you give us a quick overview of what is on the horizon coming up for you, say, like in the next six to 12 months? Um, I'm working on the new album. It's a bit slow going with a little kid, and I'm kind of taking my time this time. Usually I'm much faster, um, but I'm really excited about it. So we'll have a new album done within six months. And uh, I'm also con- continue doing more kids songs uh, for YouTube. So that's um, become just a huge part of my life as well. And so, yeah, more of this. Very excited about the new album. And I want to say that I'm back to Twitch. Uh, people can check check me out. Come and check it out. It's really, really easy. You said you might stop by. Um, I used to stream three times a week. Now I'm just one time a week. And my schedule is always at marinaz.com. Under tour, my schedule is there. So if you'd like to um, stop by during one of my streams, uh, it's totally free for people to watch. You just have to create an account so you can chat, say hi in the chat. And I'll I say hi to everybody who comes in. It's like the most exciting thing to see people come in and like, hey, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes, and we will also have the Twitch link for Marina in the show summary. So if you didn't catch that, just be sure to go to the primary show page and you will be able to click that link there along with her other socials. So with that, let's chat about the second song. It's called Daughter Song. So I will let you tell our listeners what it's about and then we will play it for everyone. Uh, yeah, uh, Daughter's Song is pretty much what it sounds. There's no mystery in this one. But it came about, I didn't mean to write it, during the very first ultrasound when I heard her heartbeat via ultrasound. Just very shortly the same day, the melody started going in my head and a few lyrics. And I kind of worked on it. And then when I was near the end of pregnancy, it wanted to write itself some more. I didn't even sit down to try to finish it or anything. And then it was like, just popped into my head. So I wrote some more. And then a month after she was born, I finished it. So it's kind of weird. Um, happened in three stages. And then I released it three years afterwards, three and a half years uh, later, uh, four, four years later, actually, after she was born. 
so it took me a while to to make the song happen. I, I don't know. It's usually not like that. Usually, if I sit down and write a song, I finish it. It's very rare. It takes like <laughs> you know, almost a year. Well, that's totally yeah, okay. That's sometimes, yeah, sometimes <laughs> that's how it happens, and it is an absolutely beautiful song, and we are going to play it for everyone. So here it is, Daughter Song by Marina B. I never thought I'd be feeling like this. It's a bit of a cliche, but I know I would be remiss. If I didn't say my world's turned upside down But it's more up than it's down It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful world I'm in love with a girl and I can't explain And now words can't describe The love Like I've always known you And you've been a big part of me I just couldn't see Till the lightning had struck me And all of a sudden The floodgates they opened And filled me with all of this I knew kind of bliss And I can't explain The love I am feeling tonight Maybe I'm amazed by all you stir in my soul And all the wonder you make me see in this world And I Feeling like this, it's a million things It's a beautiful, beautiful bliss I'm in love with a girl and I can't explain And now words can describe The love I am feeling the love I am feeling The love I am feeling It's another beautiful song, and I think it is a spectacular tribute to your daughter. And it is actually something that you and I have in common. I have two boys, and I have a song 
that I wrote based upon them. This is how parenthood and, and becoming, you know, a mother impacts like your creativity. It's actually a great example because, you know, you having your daughter and going through pregnancy and the stages and all of that to come up with this song. And then I've actually, you know, done something similar, but didn't write during the pregnancy it was several years later, but also have a song. So it's, it's kind of cool to see how that plays out. I think it's wonderful. I'd love to hear yours. Oh, well, mine is called Dream Big, and okay. it's out on all my sites and stuff and everything. But I'll, I'll send you a link. It's out on Spotify and all that fun stuff. But, yeah, it's, um, it's actually in a style of music that I don't normally do. So, yeah, but really cool. I love I love your song, and I'm sure your daughter is very proud of her mommy. Oh, thank you so much. I hope so. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. All right. Before we sign off, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? I know we talked about where they can find you on Twitch. Anything else that you would like to share? Other social media sites where they can check you out? Um, yeah, I'm everywhere where people are. The best place to go is my official website, marinav.com. That's easy to remember, and all the links are right there in the front page if you want to find me on socials. I'm mostly active on Instagram and on Twitch. And yeah, I also have Patreon. I do two songs a month club for the last 10 years. I record one original, one cover every month on my Patreon. And we, uh, next month we're celebrating 10 years on Patreon. Um, really excited. So people can always, and it's pay what you want. So people can subscribe and pay what they want and get two new songs a month. That's really exclusive to subscribers on Patreon. So really glad of that. People can find my music, marinav.com. So all the links are there, all the information. Just thanks for doing this, Nikki. Really appreciate it. And thanks to people for listening. Really, really appreciate that too. Well, it's been our pleasure. And it has been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. And I thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. And thank you to everyone who tuned in to Mixin' It on behalf of all of us here at Sim Radio. This is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on Mixin' It.